Greetings, HBR community. I am going to do another unscripted podcast here. I've just got a list sitting on my front porch with the local feral cat, Barney. Uh, Hopefully it won't be as noisy as my last one, uh, but there may be some vehicles going by. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, I gave a talk uh, here on HPR about a week in freedom where I tried to use nothing but free Libre open source software for an entire week. Uh, and I received mountains of email. Oddly enough, I didn't know that many people listened to HPR, but it was pretty cool to get those responses. And a lot of people wanted me to have a follow-up. A lot of people were supporting me and um, got a lot of good questions and some good dialogue out of it. And I appreciate everybody that wrote. So now that I've got a few spare minutes this morning, I wanted to spend some time talking about what I've done since then. So it's definitely been well over a week, um, and I've continued to use free software, and I'll talk about some of the things I've used. Um, Unfortunately, at work, it is absolutely impossible for me to uh, completely use free software as they have standards in place. Uh, Most of it is Mac-based. I work in what amounts to a web development shop, and I do back-end development in Ruby. So the Ruby community is pretty well steeped in the cult of Mac. Therefore, to maintain a consistent environment at work, they generally operate with nothing but Apple software. We do use some free software in the uh, process of working, but I'll not be able to change the operating system. So I'm still using Triscoll in a virtual machine on my Mac Mini, mostly because I'm not too sure I can install a Libre operating system, uh, specifically GNU Linux, on the Mac Mini and have everything function. Uh, So I'm still in the market for a netbook. Uh, Don't really uh, know that I'm in a financial position to buy one right now, so I'm shopping around looking for a good option. Uh, So I'll talk a little bit about my goals toward the end, but uh, netbook is in there. Uh, So I wanted to talk a little bit about the apps I'm using daily now. Uh, I found that I, in using Libre software, I have started to uh, centralize my computing. Um, I know there's a big push against uh, software as a service, or I forget what the cute acronym they assign to it. I think it is service as a software substitute. Um, because so much of that is not free, I've had to centralize a lot of my computing, and so I find that the that virtual machine has become the center of my computing life. Uh, So I'm using a lot more apps than normal. So where where possible, I'll try to talk about what web apps or other applications these may have replaced. So the first thing is I use LifeRay, and I may be pronouncing that wrong. I've been using it for most of my feed reading, RSS and Atom feeds. and it's worked out quite well. Uh, I've switched from Newsbuter on SDF to LifeRay, and while the graphical environment was a little confusing at first, right now it's not so bad. I've gotten used to it, and I quite enjoy it. I've gotten into a flow every morning um, of how I like to parse my feeds. And uh, Sorry, I had to caffeinate there. Uh, it, it, it works pretty well. I, I like the interface. It's simple. It does one thing and does it well. It reads feeds. Um, I do miss idly rummaging through feeds from elsewhere. Uh, I've been trying not to use the software on my phone for anything more than making calls. 
uh, and sending text messages. Uh, unfortunately, I do perform the occasional internet search. I have not broke myself of that habit, and I do occasionally check my mail. Uh, but I do miss being able to read feeds on my phone as well as elsewhere and have them sync up. Um, it's been a bit of a blessing in disguise, though, because I find that I'm not idly parsing feeds when I'm procrastinating in other places. I still use Pinboard, which is a web service. It is not free and open source. I would definitely like a free replacement if anybody knows of a good bookmark manager that's hosted. Um, I, I do still access my bookmarks as a reading list from elsewhere, uh, and I would like to be able to access that from any browser. So if anybody knows of a good hosted bookmarking service, especially if it has an unread tag, I would sure appreciate it. The pinboard generally just works, and that's why I've not switched off. Um, really like their software, and there's nice plugins for my browsers to be able to interact with it. Uh, I mentioned browser. I'm still using a browser. Um, I really, really like it. Uh, it's not as bloaty as Firefox has been in the past, and I believe the difference now is that it doesn't load up every tab all at once. It only loads them as you open them. So even with only a gig of RAM assigned to this virtual machine, a, brow a browser has done quite well. Uh, the plugins I use in it, uh, Enjoy Reading to replace Evernote clearly or readability, works beautifully, just changes the CSS for an article. Uh, been using CryptoCat once in a while. I know it's not free software. Maybe it is. I think they publish their source, but I don't know if it's under the GNU license. Use Adblock Edge and NoScript. Uh, I tried to use LibreJS from the Free Software Foundation, but I found it rendered the internet just, just totally unusable. Uh, I'm not visiting YouTube or anything like that, but I found that even, even news websites, it made it impossible to view the text. Uh, it even complained with uh, MediaWiki, which the some of the free software sites use, like LibrePlanet, I believe, is using MediaWiki. Uh, it was a little ironic that I could not access LibrePlanet with the LibreJS plugin installed, so I was a little frustrated about that. Um, and then I have a couple of utilities for parsing XML a little bit easier, because I have to do that for work once in a while. Um, I'm using GNOME Terminal. Uh, I like to use Suckless's SL Terminal, but I mean, GNOME Terminal was just there. Uh, I don't have any real reason for using it other than it, it, it just works. Um, I'm still on SDF. Uh, about all I do there now is I use it to store my notes, read my mail with MUT when I'm not at my virtual machine. Uh, hang out on their bulletin board, and I use IRSSI there in a TMUX session so that I can attach to it from anywhere uh, and chat with my friends. Um, I also do some of my coding there. Uh, most of the work on the Lareb client library for Pump that I'm writing is done there. Um, and it hosts my website, um, hobc.sdf-us.org. Uh, it does a pretty good job of doing that. I don't really have a need to replace any of it. Um, I also update their documentation there and try and help with the community where I can. Uh, I understand that STF is not completely free Libre, um, but I find that we have to strike a middle ground somewhere. Got into a bit of an argument in the Triscoll channel w uh, on Freenode with somebody about um, 
SDF being what amounts to an evil organization because not all of their software is free. Um, but I think it's less evil than most. So I will continue to use SDF and their services. I think it's a wonderful community. Um, and I don't know that I'm willing to draw the line on free software and moral issues at that point. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure most free software advocates would disagree with me there, but uh, baby steps, I suppose. If anybody knows of a good free, uh, free as in freedom, shell hosting service and that provides the features and community that they do, I would be happy to throw money at it and check it out. Um, so along the lines of coding, I've kind of switched over to using Emacs a little bit where I can. Uh, the thought process, I've been using Vim for, the, for nearly 20 years, and uh, well, VI anyway, for nearly 20 years. Um, and I thought if I'm going to start trying new software, I might as well make, you know, shake things up a little bit, try a new editor. Uh, I, I tried uh, G-Edit for a little bit. It was a fun little toy to play with. It's good for quick edits. Uh, but I know that a lot of people in the GNU world like to use Emacs, so I fired it up and I've been playing with it. I still feel like a baby deer trying to stand. I've got some basic navigation around, but I'm not quite fluent as I am with Vim. That'll come in time. Uh, about the only plugin I've played with was the, or I guess extension or application, I don't know what the word for software that you attach to Emacs is, uh, but I've used um, Multiterm. Uh, which was nice because it it fixed a lot of the problems with the terminal mode. Um, I like Emacs a little bit. Uh, it's a little more kitchen sink than I'm into. I prefer more minimalist tooling, but uh, it, it, you can really replace most of your daily interactions uh, with just Emacs. And I now understand the running gag that Emacs is a great operating system with a, with a terrible text editor. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's not been bad. I'm still trying, still enjoying it. Most of the Larib client has been written using Emacs, and I'm learning. I'd like to try and use GNU's in it and uh, Pump.io.el, uh, maybe org mode, maybe try using IRC in it, but uh, I already have a lot of great applications to do those things for me, so I've just been adopting them slowly as I get the opportunity. Um, I use the Dianara pump client. I spend a lot of time. I, I'm not on any social networks except for pump.io, uh, and I'm on pump merely because I'm developing a library against it, uh, and I find that the interaction with pump is best done through a client as opposed to the web interface, so I've been using Dianara, um, and I believe it is uh, released under the GPL. I may be misspeaking, but I believe it, it's at least compatible. Um, I use that and Pumpa. Uh, I use Pumpa mostly to view the fire hose, but uh, DNRA is how I do most of my interaction with Pump.io. It's a really good client. So that's the social networking tip. Um, for my mail, I'm using Thunderbird. Uh, I don't know. I think there's the there's derivative like iStub or some some sort of debranded. Uh, Thunderbird available. I'm sure there are people screaming at their radios in their cars or while they're jogging right now trying to tell me what it is, but uh, I can't remember it off the top of my head. I don't know why Triscool doesn't ship with that, but um, the default mail client was Evolution. I've used Evolution in the past. I don't care for it. Thunderbird was in the repositories, so I installed it, and away we go. 
it's worked pretty well. I've got Enigmail in there, although I don't do much with GPG these days. I wish I did more. Seems like years ago, uh, when I had keys that were verified and signed by other people, uh, I used it a lot more. But these days, since I've lost keys and recreated keys and don't have anybody that I correspond with that's generally interested in encryption, um, my mail stays unsigned and wide open plain text. Um, I do still occasionally check my mail with my iPhone, uh, generally avoiding that, but there's sometimes when I need some information, so I will reach for that. A um, couple of extra communication applications. I do use XChat now. I've been using IRSSI for years and years. Um, I happen to fire up XChat, and yeah, it works all right. So a lot of my, oddly enough, a lot of my free software transition has been one of command line to graphical interface, and I think that is a symptom also of my leaving IT for development. I find that I spend less time on the command line unless I'm actually working. Uh, and then, you know, the applications that I want to work with on a daily basis for, for that are not work-related, I find I just want to get the job done and move on. And so, Nine times out of ten, lately, a graphical application with its defaults serves the purpose. I don't have to tinker. I get in, I get the information I'm interested in, or the interaction I'm interested in, and then I get out. Um, so XChat has been good for that. I use Linphone for my SIP account at SDF. Uh, Linphone works quite well in the VM. And I use Pigeon for XMPP uh, if I don't use CryptoCat. Uh, I find that I prefer CryptoCat, but it's a lot easier to get a hold of people with Pigeon. Um, and with Google apparently throwing XMPP out the window, I don't even know that a Jabber account will be useful to me. My contact list is quite small, and it's only a handful of close individuals who know how to contact me. Given that I don't use social networks, uh, I found that my, my circle of friends has been condensed to those who really care to keep up with me. It's been kind of nice. It's a, it's a nice different perspective. So those folks call me on Linphone or contact me with Jabber. Um, for entertainment, uh, I haven't really been playing any games. I don't have time for much games these days, uh, but one thing I do keep up with is QGO on IGS. I use the QGO client, which is an interface for GNU-GO, um, and I've been delving into the GNU-GO source code when I have time. I think it's well written. It's got good test coverage. Um, uh, I was hoping to learn a little bit more about the game as I've been studying it quite a bit lately. Uh, but I play on IGS. If any of you play Go on IGS, you can find me at, on Pandanet as CMHOBBS. And I would love to play a game with you. I'm beginner class, so I prefer 9x9. Nine nine. Um, but QGO is a great way to do that. So that's most of the software I use day to day. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but I just rattled this list off on paper, and now I'm trying to rattle it out into uh, the computer here uh, for all of you to hear. So some of my goals for this. Um, when I have a little bit of disposable income, uh, we've just made some major purchases, and so hardware purchases will have to wait, but I would like to get a netbook, um, you know, maybe an old E. Uh, I'm Clearly a Yilung uh, is the pinnacle of all of this for me. Um, but I'd like to see that, and I would like to get a phone that is just a phone. I'm tired of my iPhone. I'm tired of carrying, uh, I guess it's a little bit Luddite of me, but I'm tired of carrying everything in my pocket. Like a phone that just sends and receives text messages, and then I would like my, my computing to be portable in the form of a netbook. Uh, 
not real into tablets. I like a keyboard, and uh, I've used netbooks heavily in the past. So I'd like to find one maybe on HNode that has a platinum rating so that I know that everything will work and carry that around. So uh, still shopping, looking for something secondhand or um, you know older model. It doesn't need to be heavily powered because I use SDF for most of my horsepower. just needs to be able to open a few of those applications I mentioned. So once I have that, I imagine I will carry just a regular old phone around with me and um, a netbook. And that will help me unplug a little bit. I don't, I don't like to be constantly connected. Uh, and that will assist with that. The only real feature I would lose is GPS, but I existed for years without GPS. I know how to use a map, and I know how to follow directions. So I think life will be easy with those skills. Um, I would like to uh, find some alternatives to hosting providers. Uh, would really like an open source option for, or excuse me, a free option for Pinboard. Um, considering moving my site to a wiki right now, it's just plain HTML. So I'd like to find a private wiki. Uh, I've seen a few sites done with IkiWiki that looked really good. Considering moving that direction. Um, I would just like to cut off most of my reliance on web services, um, and I've been able to do that so far. I still like to use a hosted Git so I can share publicly with people. I've been using Gitorius rather than GitHub where I can. Um, GitHub, my username is nilmethod, N-I-L-M-E-T-H-O-D. On Gitorius, my username is C.M. Hobbs, uh, and those... I'm generally moving away from nilmethod and towards C.M. Hobbs, so you can find me all over the internet under both of those names. Um, I would also like to learn a lot more about free culture. The more I delve into this and the more I drink the Kool-Aid, the more I find things about open access and, you know, Libre knowledge and things of that nature. Uh, in my, I'm still quite young, but in my younger years, I was a big proponent of, uh, of liberty for people and freedoms and that uh, knowledge and information should be free. And uh, the more I delve into this, the more it sort of rekindles that fire. And I really hope to um, educate myself on political matters a little more, educate myself on matters of, uh, of free culture, and hopefully help to advocate. Since I've started this, I've joined the Free Software Foundation. I've, I've kept up with uh, some of the work done politically through the EFF and Freedom of the Press and, and groups like that. And uh, additionally from there, I'd like to put my, my skill set to use for other people. Um, I've been a developer and I've been working with IT for nearly 15 years now, quite some time, and uh, pro professionally anyway, much longer personally. And I would just like to use those skills to improve people's lives. Um, in the past, I've worked on accessibility projects, and I've worked on uh, OpenSUSE, and so on and so forth, but uh, all of that work has gone by the wayside, so now I'm looking for projects where I can contribute what little time I have left over uh, to bettering people's uh, computing experiences and maybe enriching their lives through that, and if I can do that through free software, I will be absolutely elated. So... There you go, guys. That's the follow-up to my week of freedom. I sure appreciate everybody listening. I sure appreciate all of the responses. Um, blown away by the HPR community. Um, and I've been coming out of my show a little bit more, recording some more podcasts. And I appreciate you guys hosting them and, and listening to them. And I appreciate everybody posting podcasts. And 
If you haven't recorded a podcast yet for HPR, I would really encourage you to go out and contribute some material. Uh, there's been some great talks lately and would love to see more from Fresh Faces. Thank you all for your time and support, and uh, catch you on the next podcast. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.